Hi, I'm Alec Beckley. And I'm Louis Shevzik. And welcome to the Unfiltered Show. How often do you find yourself, you know, just using technology, whether it's just your phone or anything else nowadays? To be honest, in my life, tech has a pretty big role. Um, my phone is sort of what I use to coordinate my day. My like daily schedule is on it. I have all of my appointments on my phone. Um, me and my girlfriend, we use an app so that like essentially we can both plug our appointments into one single calendar and it syncs it for us. Um, so yeah, I use a computer all the time. Uh, I built my own computer this year for the purpose of gaming. So yeah, tech actually really influence. Uh, I mean, I use it all the time, but at the same time, I'm not as like dependent on it as some people are. Um, I'm someone, for example, despite working out a lot, I don't have an Apple watch because I don't feel the need to track uh, my live calorie intake. Um, and I'm also someone who makes a purposeful effort to not use my phone when I'm in a social setting. Like if I'm just sitting around like in the living room with friends or with family and like no one's really talking, everyone's like watching TV, then I'll, I'll most of the time whip out my phone and look at what I want to look at, right? Yeah. Um, but if it's like a dinner or like something like that, I just, the phone doesn't exist then for me. And so I, I also keep it away. Um, but yeah, I mean, I use Bluetooth head, headphones in the gym all like only, um, I use my Bluetooth connection in my car. My car is essentially a driving computer. So yeah, I, I really can't say that I'm someone who who doesn't use technology, but I also, I don't know. I think I don't let it like influence my life all too much. I think I find that, especially now exiting high school, because when we were in high school, it was like your phone was like the main thing along with your laptop, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was like your hub of social media, your hub of information. Yeah. This is where you got your work done. It's yeah, to be honest, junior senior school. year, I did all of my schoolwork on my on my MacBook. So, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I did uh, do some stuff on a notebook, but um, when it came to like essays or research or anything like that, obviously, I would just turn to my yeah. laptop. Obviously, yeah. I find it very scary. Well, not really scary, but interesting. Just how. I don't want to say necessary, but sort of ingrained technology is now in yeah. our lives. I mean, think about this. Most people I know who are in a relationship right now met their partner over their phone. Really? Like that's like that's foreign to me. Like I met my girlfriend at work. <laughs> like I've I've never started a relationship over a dating app or something like that. Because like, I don't know. To be honest, like let's say worse comes to worse and me and my girlfriend we break up tomorrow i might like honestly just pull down tinder because the truth is why <laughs> why should i go out and like try and find someone if there are people on here who are on here for the sole purpose of finding someone else right convenient yeah it's a, and that's sort of the thing with everything about what this little machine does for me um it's super convenient to have this because it, it can plan your day. It's essentially a really good companion to have because you can do stuff with it. It's a camera, it's a flashlight, it's a calculator, 
it's your connection to the entire world because if this thing has internet then you can reach anybody who has internet right um so yeah i mean it, it is a big convenience to have this stuff but i also think people allow themselves to get too carried away with it um Yeah, I, I remember a point in my life where I literally carried my phone everywhere and I ne- mm. didn't even necessarily need it at some points. Yeah. I mean, I still carry my phone everywhere because I'm someone, I, I have like a dedicated everyday carry. And so like everything that I do carry on my person, um, and this is whenever I leave my apartment, um it has a purpose and my phone's purpose isn't just like social media and stuff or like a camera or a flashlight it's like like if something happens god forbid and i need to call uh the police or an ambulance like i have my phone yeah so that's pretty much the sole reason why i carry it everywhere um no, no, it, and it's the same for me but uh, before it was it got to the point where it it, it was like I would carry my phone with me if I was just to leave my bedroom to get oh, something yeah, yeah, in the yeah. kitchen. Yeah. I'm talking about like that. Yeah. Did you find yourself doing that as well? Before, I mean, or... I find myself doing that nowadays solely like because uh, this is also now my music player for me, right? So I need to have my phone mm-hmm. to play music. And so um, I'm someone who does like uh, meal prep. So if I'm in the kitchen cooking for like an hour or like 80 minutes and I don't want to just be doing that in complete silence, you know, um, which honestly I think is also kind of like a, <laughs> it's not a good thing that like I'm unable to deal with complete silence uh, because I think it would actually just be really relaxing to just do my meal prep and just focus on doing that instead of like having a podcast or some, or some music on. Um, shower the same thing i use it to connect to a bluetooth speaker and play music in the bathroom so this thing pretty much goes everywhere where i go yeah and you know it's not a bad thing because when i cook as well i like to have something on in the background yeah but at the same time i'm not opposed to doing it in complete silence because i find it to be kind of tranquil as well yeah yeah but it's this is also common as well you know, taking your phone to the bathroom. Yeah. I mean, I don't take my phone if I'm just going to, like, use the toilet. Yeah. I don't do that because I think that's kind of pointless. But, like, if I'm going to take a shower, I'll have it it with me for the music. Okay, so I I do it when I go to the toilet. Yeah, I mean... (laughs) I caught myself one time. Uh, I I went and, you know, I forgot to bring my phone. Mm. It was too late. So I was like, oh, what the hell am I going to do? And yes, then a few seconds start later, reading I'm the just... fucking back of a shampoo ball. <laughs> yeah. But then I kind of found it ridiculous after a few seconds because like, what do you mean? What are you going to do? Just do your business. Yeah, just get done with it and get out. Yeah. Honestly, I know someone who spends like a stupid amount of time on the toilet when he goes to the toilet because he's on his fucking phone. Like he's, like, he's not taking a dump for that long. He's just... No, yeah, and there yeah. I know people like that. Yeah. Like they even con- some people like even confess to me, like, even when they're done, they're still on their phone just because yeah. they're doing again. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, I think that's okay. Like, if you... To be honest, some people who, like, are at work, like, their bathroom breaks the only time for them to, like, get caught up on, like, what's on their phone and stuff, right? But, like, that's, sort of, that's asinine, too. You can't tell me that you can't live with like this constant stream of information for eight hours at work. 
right? Yeah, and uh, we talked about this before. Um, personally, I don't like it. Like mm. the amount of stimulus that you that people will get just from their phones or you know with social media and having access to news. I hate it. Even before I had like a phone to do all of that. Mm. Uh, even watching like the news channel when yeah. people still had channels to surf through. It was very foreign to me in the sense of like, why do I want to go out searching for things to which are ultimately going to be negative? And yeah. Yes, there is value in keeping up with the news because now you know what's going on in the world. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, uh, kind of want to be happy. <laughs> I mean, what I do, especially with the flood of information stuff is when I whip out my phone, the only notifications that I have active are um, WhatsApp and um my actual like uh mailbox because like i only need to be alerted to stuff that um pertains to people wanting to contact me right um so i do have like news apps and stuff on my phone but i will only open those if i'm like actively looking for something and uh speaking of tv actually i'm a little bit old school in that sense here in germany we have a um state-run uh news show which uh, comes on, well, it comes on numerous times during the day, but the one that I watch is always the uh, 8.15 broadcast. And Mm -hmm. so I'll I'll either watch that on my TV or if I'm like somewhere or I miss it, they they upload to YouTube um, nowadays. Wow, they fucking caught up to the trend (laughs) real early with that. Um, But I'll, I'll just watch it on YouTube. And like, I try to make that, like people always say like, you shouldn't always only have one news source. But if it's just for like general stuff, that's what I'll like get my information from. Just that like one broadcast, it's usually 15 to 20 minutes. Um, and if anything piques my interest, then I'll just research on it. Um, yeah. So but that's the way that I treat information, essentially. I don't, I don't flood myself with it. Right. But, you know, even, you know, someone like me who kind of subconsciously and at times actively avoids it. Mm. Um and we also did touch on this before there's so much crap going on yeah like when even while we were in school you know we would hear about these shootings in america yeah and then you'd have natural disasters and someplace else then you have political unrest in another Mm. place and it's like it's not even me actively looking for it now i have people around me talking about it and then I have mm. just scrolling through like social media feed because you can, you can get like news stories on that. As yeah. Well. Yeah. Which yeah, I hate. I don't want to see that. I hate that so much. Like I'm someone who still has an Instagram, but um, like I dislike when I get news notifications over Instagram because like my, my, my discover page should just be tailored to what I want. And for the most part it is right. Mm-hmm. But I just like, I dislike it if, if there's some like random news spot in there, like the, like it's not it's not what fucking instagram is there for yeah that's and it's not even just news in general but you know i quit social media in the sense that i deleted pretty much everything except facebook because that's my main source of um talking with people who are in different countries that i want to keep in touch with Mm. yeah and because you know social media as well i don't really like it especially like you know, Instagram, like I revived my Instagram account recently just so that I can do stuff for this yeah. podcast. 
But other than that, I'm not really going on it unless I want to just kill time. Yeah. I mean, the thing with Instagram is like, it's none of <laughs> nothing you see on that platform is real. None of it. Um, well, it there's a sense of real to it, I think, in the fact that people want to be positive or they want to show this side of it, but it's not authentic, I feel. Yeah, but like... It's, it's very, very few times where it's... Exactly. Sort of even like, even if I were to go onto my Instagram, like all of my posts, all of them are like moments that I want to share. And so the problem with this whole thing is that like, and the problem with Instagram in general is like, if you're just an average Joe... And you're going onto Instagram and you're looking at what your peers are doing. It looks like they're just fucking winning at life, right? Yeah, and it's definitely I mean, affected me. Yeah, I mean, no one in the past. No one's posting the fact that they're behind on rent this month. No one's doing that, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So again, I th- I think that like I sometimes catch myself doing this when I see like someone's Instagram page. Like recently, a friend of mine bought a new motorcycle. I'm like, oh, god damn, this guy's doing it. And then I completely forgot that this guy had been saving for that bike for like eight years. Yeah. Like people don't realize that. And so I always, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but sorry to interrupt, but it's not a bad thing that people show those things because who doesn't want to see positivity? And if something good happens to you, who doesn't want to share, you know, the goodness that you're getting? Sure. But at the same time, uh, people can sort of misconstrue those things with, as you said, people winning at life. And that's what I found to be affecting me, especially. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when I used to just have social media on hand and I would actively scroll through it, Mm -hmm. especially going through high school, not having that many friends. And then all of a sudden I'm going through these posts and Mm -hmm. these you know statuses of people enjoying themselves you know going on these vacations on like a yacht or just having a grand old time and i'm still sort of struggling to keep it together yeah i mean i know where you're coming from with that but i've sort of always known that like what comes onto instagram is bullshit so like i like i said i sometimes catch myself like that that uh, example with my friend and his motorcycle but then i'm instantly reminded like he didn't just he doesn't have the money laying around to just go out and buy the newest bmw he saved for that thing right so am i someone who's against like social media yes because i think that like again it's people are lying to each other on that thing it's essentially what it is it's people lying to each other and yes sometimes (laughs) there is like creative posts and like there are some people who really make art on like Instagram and I, I like follow a couple of those um, pages, even if it's just photography, I, I follow a motorcycle um, photography page, but that guy's like actually talented. Like it's really yeah. good. The kind of stuff th- that he does. Um, but then there are also like, I've, I've unfollowed some people just cause I'm like, I, like, I genuinely couldn't care less what your morning routine looks like. I don't need yeah. to see that. Like it really doesn't bother me. And that's sort of why I adopted as well, because, you know, even though I have it now, I still don't really use it unless Mm. I want to kill time. And I do catch myself. I'm better. I'm better about it now. I do catch myself sometimes. So get getting down on it and sort of reminding myself, you know, this isn't their actual like full time life. Sure. But it's also good to just filter what you're seeing in terms of like who you follow because oh, there, yeah. are, 
pretty good accounts out there in terms of like, you know, having creative posts or just positive posts yeah. as well. And I think that's very important. But I mean, like, look, on the topic of like people only showing their best side, um, ever since I got into fitness, there are like some like, especially like YouTube personalities who are into that field that I like follow on Instagram also. And so obviously these guys are going to be posting them in their top physique, right? Yeah. But here's the thing. That's kind of what they do. <laughs> like, you shouldn't be surprised that a bodybuilder posts a gym picture daily. It's not because he's faking it, because that's what he's actually doing. That's his job. Yeah. He's actually getting in there and getting it done, right? So, yeah. Um, I think, like I said, that the problem just comes from people not properly filtering the stuff that's on their Instagram. Like, yeah. um, it'll happen to me every now and again where there's like a post on my discovery page that like has nothing to do with what I want to see. I'll actually click on it and then on their options be like, hide this post. And then they'll ask like, why? And, and you could just like be like, because I don't want to see this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I kind of actively try to help the app filter stuff for me. Cause honestly on my Instagram, I want to see like five things. I want to see motorcycles, girls, guns, maybe some fitness people <laughs> and like, occasionally here and there a fighter jet that's it that's the only thing that i want to see i don't care about anything else like <laughs> that is like the most like quote-unquote dude thing dude thing <laughs> that's like the most dude instagram ever and like my girlfriend says this all the time she's like dude your page is insufferable because you are the cliche douchebag <laughs> like <laughs> it's just women guns cars and motorcycles and military stuff that's it that's Probably all that's like oh fuck i'm dating a fuck boy <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah she was like if i didn't know you personally and i saw your feet i wouldn't go out with you I'm like why your feet looks like you you don't care about anything else except those things i'm like well <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah yeah well but oh, i mean well. in that yeah. sense like platforms like instagram and youtube can be sort of interesting in that they it's possible that actually the algorithm of youtube is limiting your like worldview because mm. it reads the things that you like and it only shows you those things yeah and uh particularly for youtube it does try to sh like show you new stuff like i found out to be true like when this whole brexit shit was going on yeah, yeah. i'd be like going on like a youtube rabbit hole <laughs> Uh, every time I'm on the homepage, they, yeah. they'd have this like section of like the news. And I'm like, I don't yeah. want to see that. Dude, I have you... no interest in this whatsoever. <laughs> do you know those YouTube videos where in the comments, it's like the YouTube algorithm has blessed you? Because <laughs> like, honestly, there are sometimes I get recommendations where I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's just so out of like out of what i want to see and apparently the the algorithm just throws this to like a bunch of people because like everyone in the comment section is like oh after 11 years of your post being up like you've finally been blessed by the algorithm <laughs> oh yeah. yeah um i had another encounter in terms of the the youtube algorithm as because you know we both like to show vikings mm. and this one this one uh period of time i just kind of wanted to put on the intro song to it Mm -hmm. and anyone who's heard of the show vikings and have heard of the intro song it's it's, it's a weird vibe mm. but i played that once i refreshed it to the homepage, and the amount the things that they were oh recommending dude to me, yeah i was like what the hell is actually, this actually 
man it gets creepier than that i once had a discussion about like uh plastic surgery with uh, my girlfriend and her family and mm -hmm. then like later on i opened up youtube but what was on my like look i'm not oh, trying yeah. i'm yeah. not tr i'm not trying to say that they listen but they listen <laughs> uh, yeah i've had i've had that before me <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah it's kind of creepy but on the other hand like i've also I had it once where I casually mentioned to my friend, like, oh, I need a new um, sleeping pad for my camping setup because I broke my inflatable one. And then I opened no, up. So you're getting recommended, like, camping stuff. Bruh, I, I bought my new sleeping pad off of an ad that came from that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. I mean, but in, it's, in some yeah. cases, it, it is helpful because it kind of just puts stuff, like, on a silver platter in that sense. Yeah, but, definitely. Um. The other ninety percent of it is, yeah, that's creepy, and I don't, I don't like that. Dude, speaking of, yeah, this is another creepy thing, technology-wise. So my um, electricity provider contacted me in uh, June and was like, "We need to have your uh, meter." Um, how do you say it? in English? The amount of electricity that the meter um, runs through. Oh, that the fucking meter says, right? Um, <laughs> You're checking the readings. Yeah, yeah, there, there. That's, that's what I meant. And then they said, like, uh, I could either respond to the formula by mail, which I was like, it's fucking 2021. Like, I'm not going to send you a, a postcard of my fucking, like, reading. Or I could call this number and just, like, give it through. And the weirdest thing happened. I called this number. And the first question wasn't, what is your, like, customer number? What is your, no, no. The question was, can you please, like, it was an AI voice. Can you please confirm your birthday? And I was like, okay 22nd of september 98 it's like okay now please give me your uh um your reading and then i gave the readings like okay thank you and then it hung up on me this fucking ai and then i got an email like two minutes later i was like bro how what yeah, but that's like automated like programmed systems isn't it yeah but like think about this it means that they must have sent me a like a a personalized telephone number to call so like that number only corresponds to me because hmm. like it didn't it? it didn't ask me anything else it only wanted my birthday and then it wanted my reading i mean i can see where you're coming from but for me it's also kind of the other side of it would be it's just programmed to do that do you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah obviously but like it it freaked me out because i was like how does, oh yeah, no, definitely. I can see how that freak you out. I just told it my birthday and it knows exactly who I am. It's like, yeah, good. This is your new uh, electricity price for the next year. Have fun. What? Yeah, like, no, definitely. I can see why that would freak you out. Like, I get the same sort of reaction whenever, like you said before, when you were talking about like plastic surgery with your mm. girlfriend and the family, like I'd be, I'll be talking about something. Then all of a sudden I open up my laptop and start getting these ads about the thing that I was it's just weird. talking about. Yeah. And that's why, like whenever, the, whenever these fucking big tech companies, like we don't listen <laughs> in on you, I'm like, yeah, you fucking yes, do. you do. <laughs> <laughs> like my favorite people are the people, you know, these, um, uh, these Amazon echo things, right with the yeah. alexa they're like yeah, yeah. oh i'm not worried about listening about it listening in on me there's a mute button on it and i'm like dude <laughs> that doesn't matter <laughs> look i can put a button on anything 
and that mutes the fucking microphone on it and just have a little LED pop up. Like, don't bullshit me. Yeah. But I mean, like, in terms of, like, that whole sort of conspiracy theory kind of thing or just distrust of the government in general, I've sort of just learned to sort of just let it go. Because... And yeah, yeah, because you know, there was a point in time where I, every laptop I had, I would put like something over the camera. Camera. Mm. Now I don't, because now I'm thinking like, do you know what? Whoever's watching, like, good fucking luck. have at it. Yeah, have <laughs> like, fun. I don't, I don't see any value of my life that you're gonna yeah. see through this lens of like. I mean, look, I'm probably gonna be listening to music, working, or yeah. just playing games, or I have the laptop open. It's like. There's nothing of value here. I mean, for us as guys, it's okay. But for example, like, I can understand that my girlfriend does this. And she also, like, like for example, this uh, camera that I use in my room, it has this function where you can put the slide over it. Like, when she's yeah. here, she'll ask me to do that or do it herself. Because she's like, like imagine if she just is changing here. And then, like, some hacker manages to get in for, like, fucking computer yeah, witchcraft, yeah. right? Like, I can understand that. Um, but on the on the topic of... Because like like again, if some hacker would a picture like t- like take screenshots of me naked, I'd be like, they would have at it. Like, I really don't <laughs> give a fuck. <laughs> but on the topic of the government spying on you, um, it's pretty interesting. In my fraternity, we have a former um, German military intelligence officer, and what he said is like, you think that they need these smart devices to spy on you? We've been spying on people ever since this concept of a state has existed exactly like they've so been like, doing this even before they've been able to integrate stuff into modern technology exactly so like there's if, really no point if they want to find like dude the cia managed to locate osama bin laden without ever seeing him and without him having a single device in his home mm-hmm. so if they want to find something out about you they're going to find it out yeah and that's why like i understand protecting for example like your your financial financial login data online from like criminals who want to steal from you but people who think like oh i have a 10-step verification process to log into my online banking because i don't want the uh the uh, tax agency or tax bureau in my country to look into my account i'm like you're stupid you're so dumb then they don't even have to hack anything because they just have an agreement with your bank institution to give them all that information yeah no yeah it's simple for them (laughs) Yeah, so, no. um, doubling back to you know social media news and technology, like I've found that it sort of desensitized me to a point. Yeah, because as we were saying, we were getting all this information about school shootings and you know shit going wrong politically elsewhere, and then the yeah. war was going on elsewhere. And it's like at first, it's like, oh wow, that's very terrible. Like, how could this happen? Uh, specifically with like the school shootings and then yeah second one happens i'm like oh my god wow this is terrible by the third or like fifth one it's bad to say but for you me, just don't give a shit like, anymore yeah. uh, what the fuck like, but like what what i also find so problematic especially on the topic of like school shootings and obviously in america it's a big topic right now regarding gun control this is this is the way that i see it the the sad every Every time something that, like that happens is a tragedy, no doubt. But here's the oh, thing. Yeah, definitely. Everyone is talking about the guns. Nobody on the internet is speaking about 
the people who are doing these things. Because I'll tell you something, the AR-15 used to shoot up a school isn't going to do that shit by itself. So we need to be talking about what is driving people to, like, think about this. Think about how fucked up you have to be to go into a school and shoot up innocent kids. Think about that. Like, think about, that's not just... I'm feeling bad today because that's always the argument. Like we need to take away all the guns because people feel sad and then they, and then they feel happy. No, 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 no. A sad person doesn't go into an into an into a high school and, sh- and shoots it up. That's someone who's deranged. So yeah, I mean, there's definitely like a good amount that's going on in someone's yeah. head when they to decide to do something like that. Exactly, and I think that's like one of the biggest dangers of social media now that everyone has a voice, like. I'm just gonna full full disclosure. Even though I'm not American, I, I I think that the Americans have got it right with their Second Amendment. But I think it's it's tragic that like this discussion online is that like all these more liberal leaning people are always like we need to take away all the guns now. Mm-hmm. No one's talking about the fact that like in the West and in America especially and here in Europe it's it's coming that there's just a mental health crisis. And I think one of one of the big factors to that is what we just discussed at social media. Number two, I think that these people are given an unfair amount of influence over the opinion, the public opinion towards this real problem because of social media. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, I, I would sort of classify, if I had to, I would classify myself as more on the liberal side, but even mm-hmm. I think their views are kind of misconstrued. Yeah. Because it may not even just be in the U.S., but as you know, human beings in general, we tend to overcorrect on pretty much anything. Yeah. Where if something is pointed out that is wrong, we have a tendency to just go on the other side of that and be yep. like, "Okay, that's right. We need to do that." Sure. And so, while I don't agree with the fact that guns need to be avail like readily available, mm-hmm. I also don't agree that they should just be taken away completely. Yeah. Um, especially because America is, is this whole different culture and, you know, Absolutely. their constitution is very important to them and that sh- it should be respected because yeah. that is their culture. Absolutely. I mean, and, look, look I, I don't think anyone who can fog a mirror should have a gun, right? Right. But my opinion is simply is if you can prove with reasonable doubt to the state that you're not a danger to yourself or to anyone, why should the state not allow you to have one of these things for personal protection? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's, uh, that's what I was getting to the point of more barriers yeah. to entry in terms of owning a gun. Yeah. Um, but what I really like about what the real reason the Second Amendment was created was that it was so that the people could fight against a tyrannical government. In yeah, but case I mean, the government yeah. became a bunch of cunts. Um, <laughs> you people could get the you people can get the guns from a form of group and fight back for what yeah. you know the seemingly ancestors fought for which was freedom yeah i mean okay we have to sort of put this into relation you're not going to fight the us government today with ar15s that's not going to happen that's <laughs> another argument was like now you're severely outgunned yeah you're you're bringing a rifle to a drone fight like you're fucked right Jim but Jeffries. yeah yeah but again i understand that it's a very difficult topic. And yes, again, not everyone should have access to a gun. But I just feel like as long as you can prove that you're, it's just for your personal protection and you're not a threat to anyone, why should the state not allow you to do that? And like, 
again, we're branching off from, from the topic here, but I think this is this also really pertains to what's happening. The truth is that, like, for example, people who are against civilians owning guns for personal protection are like, just call the police. Okay, well, that's not going to do me any good if I'm fucking getting mugged right now, right? And then they're always like, oh, so you would shoot some if they were mugging you? No, but if they pull a knife on me, I don't know. Like, like right? Hearing the sound of a gun, like, clocking. Yeah, yeah. Or just, or just seeing someone draw a gun is enough to actually stop most attacks. So, and again, I think another part, and this is sort of the the evil side to our technology and information-based world, is that I think a lot of these shootings, a lot of these, a, a lot of gun violence is motivated by the fact that like, hey, if I shoot up the local high school, it won't just be in the papers and it won't just be on the American news. It's going to be worldwide news. I'm going to become Mm -hmm. infamous, right? Like most of these shooters and most of the time it's suicide by cop, right? But I think that the fact that they know that like my name's going to get spread, I think that makes it easier for most people. Is it really that like the main sort of motivation? Like I never really read into those stories, but is that how it usually is for the people who decide to shoot up schools? I mean, either they they end themselves or they purposefully resist the police when they come. And so that, that, that leads to them getting shot. So in my mind, yes, that's death. I mean, that's suicide by cop, right? Right. Um, and that's the thing. I, I believe that it's not every single um, perpetrator of, of gun violence does this, but like, I think that some percentage of them do. I think a large percentage of them go in with this thought like, hey, I'm going to be world famous. I'll be dead, but everyone's going to know that I did it. Right. And so if you're already deranged right. enough to be willing to shoot up a school of kids. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, to be honest, I'm not going to have all the answers. I don't really want to have all the answers. Yeah. Um, I'm lazy that way. But <laughs> with, any, with anything, I feel like it's just having that. Uh, people need to have a sense of balance. Yeah, when it comes absolutely. To, um, especially when it comes to, you know, stuff like your mental health, your lifestyle, and even technology, which brings me to my next question is like, how do you sort of balance your time being connected and being disconnected. Mm. So I have two hobbies that will always disconnect me from technology. Number one is I like to ride a motorcycle. So you you really physically can't be on your phone because, well, Mm -hmm. I suppose you could, but that's like, that's, that's really dumb. Yeah. That's suicide. And uh, number two is I like camping. Uh, It's what I do with, the group of friends that I do go camping with is sort of illegal in this country because you're not allowed to just, you know, camp out in the woods so much for a free country. But um, uh, yeah, that's something that we do. We know someone who owns some land and they gave us permission. So um, yeah, those are two things that I like to do. And honestly, spending like two or one or two days out in the woods and just disconnecting from everything. It, when I come back, I feel super refreshed. Um, and because I think it just, it reconnects you with this primal thing that's inside of you, you know, and, um, it also also just refreshes you as well, because, you know, as much as we've had technology around your body or even like your mind and your eyes, they're not really adapted to being 
sort of subjected to like have being with a screen or yeah being around like certain waves that the some technologies emit as well yeah well and what i find super interesting there is actually like because in like the modern world like let's say that you can't really fall asleep so you might turn on the tv just that you have something to do or you might go on your phone right both stupid ideas but whatever people do it out in the woods i find this when i can't sleep i'm forced to sort of be there yeah just enjoy the moment yeah and um, it's not like you're getting any less input because honestly i feel like when you're just at home laying in bed like your mind knows that it's safe door is locked everything is shut nothing's going to happen when you're out there you have like i'm not a person yeah i'm not a person who gets easily scared but like you can hear like like especially small critters in the woods at night especially like if you leave food open uh, at your campsite they'll like come in to like get it you'll hear them and like you you'll know it's a rat but it sounds like there's a fucking boar right you're hyper aware of everything and so, and so people think like isn't that stressful well yes but i think that connects you with your natural state of being that this constant like vigilance and when you do fall asleep it's so rewarding you fall asleep and then you wake up and you just feel so refreshed. Yeah, and I, I also find that even the small things that I do, because I can't really go camping as much as I want to or mm. find a place where I can go hike nowadays. But even the small things like when I meditate for mm. like however long I would, I usually have my window open. Mm. And when I'm yeah, sitting that's on the a good floor, idea. I'm just, I have my eyes shut nothing's playing in the background and I'm just focusing on my breathing or mm-hmm. if I want to reflect on something I'll reflect on it I will hear like some things that I wouldn't think that I would be able to hear like I yeah. would be able to hear people you know walking and having a conversation mm-hmm. from a distance where I thought hang on I probably shouldn't be hearing this yeah or just um, the rustling of the leaves <clears> on a tree or just birds as well and it's like it's very refreshing yeah. Even if it's just for like half an hour, just shutting your eyes or just being away with technology. Yeah, because it, it sort of puts you back into like the real world. And um, I find also like, especially as it pertains to sleep, I, I used to be someone who always like needed the TV on in the background, even if it was, even if it was just like, like a small amount of volume uh, to mm-hmm. fall asleep. But now I like force myself to sleep in complete silence and in complete darkness. And the truth is the first few nights it w- I was like kind of jumpy because like I live in an apartment um, uh, house and like the house is kind of old. So like the house itself makes noises and then the people upstairs and downstairs also make noises. Uh, apparently I live in a house with very night active people. So I'm not worried about my neighbors getting mad at me because the guy above me seems to be doing some weird shit at 3 a.m every day so but like yeah i suppose sort of disconnecting it's it's not always um a way to like get away from inputs because you're still going to get stimulated right but it's going to be a different kind of stimulation um and again i think it's much more real to like hear the pipes in this old house sort of clank when the person upstairs turn on turns on their tap or uh, to hear my neighbor upstairs blow his nose because the walls are so thin, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think it, it changes your your perception and you you finally then really connect to the real world. Um, yeah, and I think that's very lost, especially with our generation. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, as, I mean, COVID has helped with, you know, changing people's perception, but mm-hmm. for the most part, I believe people still don't really take the time to just be present. No, absolutely not. Yeah. And it's like some people that know me may feel that I don't as well, but it's probably just because I do that very secludedly just alone. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said, it's when I, you know, meditate or after I work out or something in yeah. my room, it's just taking the time to just do nothing. I think actually do on nothing. A, yeah. On the topic of, of working out, um, I'm someone who like, like 99% of the time I work out with music, but sometimes I'll force myself to like work out, especially if the gym is like empty. If I happen to go at like some weird time, like early in the morning or late at night, if the gym's empty, I'll actually force myself to work out without the music. Cause thank God my gym is one of those that doesn't blast music because I, f- I find oh, yeah. that that's obnoxious, but like working out without music is totally different. It's yeah, because you can hear different. everything. Yeah. You can hear like the squishiness of the pads or you can yep. hear your breathing and sometimes you can yep. hear your sweat dripping onto the floor. Yep. It's a, it's, it's a very weird sort of thing to experience, especially because we're so used to having a specific input in our minds of like yep. technology. So offering music and it masks all the senses in terms of what, what's natural. To be honest, it even masks some of the difficulty that a workout has. If I perform the same workout with music and without, without it's going to be so much more difficult. Why? Because there's nothing distracting me. When I'm lifting those weights and I'm lifting those weights, I can't just switch over and focus on the music. When I'm running on the treadmill, I really feel that because I'm not just like, I just need to get to the end of the song and then I'll be a little bit closer to the end of my time, right? Yeah. When you're doing it without, you're trapped in your own mind and you feel everything. Yeah. Like, and now, cause a lot of people also use music to motivate themselves to work harder, isn't it? Yeah. Honestly, so now without that, yeah. you, know, you have to sort of mentally push yourself like, okay, no, I need to do this. I need to get through yeah. this. I, I, I thought about this again today. Cause after my, like my workout today went by really fast so much so that I had to like check my like program and be like yeah no i really did everything and that's just because like i had the right playlist on i was feeling it and it just it went by like nothing um i mean to some extent that that's a good thing but i know that if i did that workout without music it would have been a completely different experience um so yeah i I suppose that's a good analogy to have also with the sort of life I think the reason that so many people honestly are unhappy is because they are they don't realize early enough how unhappy they are because their be their 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 perception is being suppressed by the technology that they willingly use. It's not like someone's forcing it onto them, right? But yeah. it's it's like abusing substances. You can yeah. you can get away from things, right? It's a type um, of addiction. Yeah. But it'll catch up to you, just like every single addiction does. And it won't catch up to you during the day when you can, you know, go out and do something. It'll catch you at one or two in the morning. And uh, again, I like I'm a really big fan of social media in general because I think like you can like explore stuff, and, like see and like see things. Um, but I think it's really important 
like like we've said already to to filter what you do see and to actively keep in the back of your mind okay most of this isn't real and i think people would benefit more not necessarily make them happy even though it's that's been the case for me um, but maybe take a good load off mm. if people integrated taking some time to just do nothing oh yeah and by nothing i mean not having anything on technology wise mm-hmm. just being able to maybe you can go out sit on a park bench or sit in a park or something yes absolutely or you can just literally just lay on your bed or sit on the floor or something and just do nothing yep don't need and if a thought comes to your mind go ahead think about it but mm. for the most part just try to do nothing and it's it's difficult sometimes because i do have a coworker now who likes to be busy and that's yeah. very understandable like i know uh, i know a good amount of people who are like me pretty laid back and i know other people who love to be busy they need to be doing something otherwise they yeah. don't feel good they want to be productive at the same time it i think it's a necessary thing to refresh everything it's kind of like yeah shutting down your laptop yeah most people just close the lid and that's not good for yeah, the actual really, machine it that's needs really time not to good, actually yeah. disconnect shut down all systems yeah and be still yeah, I mean, I think I'm also someone who likes to be busy. I've I've tried the do the the do nothing approach, and my problem is like I always feel like I'm not getting something done. Um, yeah. And so my 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 way around that actually is I've introduced the concept of a power nap, um, especially into the days where like I'm running out of stuff to do, but um, I want to postpone it. I'll be like, okay, I'll take a power nap for like 15 minutes, and. Siesta. Yeah, and so I'll I'll wind down, shut down, and when I come back, I feel I feel completely refreshed, and I can attack whatever I need to attack again. Yeah, I, I've I've done that a couple of times. I try not to do it because, for me, when I end up falling asleep in the middle of the day, mm. I wake up not knowing where the fuck I am. Yeah. Okay. Sure. And um, it's it's not a nice feeling and i wish i could sort of control myself of like okay i'm only going to sleep for like half an hour or one hour yeah but most no. of the time it just doesn't Honestly, end that way my experience is if you do it for longer than, than 15 minutes you feel really crap afterwards because your body starts yeah. to go into like wanting to sleep but if like if it's just a quick power nap um i i had a med student once recommend something to me he was like if you really need to get shit done after your power nap make a nice cup of coffee, drink that, drink it kind of fast so that the effects don't already kick in, take a power nap for like six to eight, maybe 10 minutes, and then the caffeine will wake you up. And once you're awake, like you're, you're going to be a machine for like two hours after that because first of all, the coffee and, it's ca- and the caffeine kicks in and then you even took a power nap, damn. So... <clears throat> I get the approach that you're saying, just like wind off and turn everything off. But if you like, if anyone's listening and they're like, I can't do that. I need, I need to constantly be doing something. Okay. Push whatever you, you want to be doing right now, 15 minutes out, just lay down right now. And even if you don't fall asleep, just close your eyes and pretend to be in a power nap for 15 minutes. Yeah. And actually that's what I did today. Yeah. Like after I finished 
work, which was around four today, the first thing I did was shut off everything and just lay um, belly flat on my bed. Mm. I had my eyes like stuffed into the pillow. I wasn't going to sleep or anything. I just needed to just not to just be away for a second. Yeah. Anything and just, you know, just yep. do nothing. And when I say do nothing, it doesn't, I don't necessarily mean for people to spend a whole day or necessarily spend oh, yeah. like a few yeah. hours. It could yeah. just be whatever they want to do. Yeah. It's really whatever works for you. But what I want to get out of this is I'm, for people to maybe start integrating what like what you maybe said if for people who want to stay productive mm. it's okay that's fine maybe yeah. you just push whatever you need to do for 15 20 minutes yep. you don't need to actually go to sleep if you don't want to yep. just lay down and shut your eyes yep. and then in a couple of minutes or 10 15 minutes whatever have you just jump right back into it and yep. if you need a little pick me up get a little pick me up whether it's tea coffee or Whatever it is. Yeah. Stuff like that. You will feel very refreshed. Oh yeah. Um, like I said, I try, <clears throat> I tried that method with uh, having the coffee and then taking a power nap. And then afterwards, dude, you feel like a fucking million bucks. But the problem is like, once you crash, then you really crash. Like you can't do too much. I don't have yeah. that like I'll yeah. drink tea, but I don't really drink coffee as much. Yeah. And- um, Part of that is because I felt like it didn't really work on me. Don't know why. Have you ever tried like a full-on like caffeine cleanse and then having a cup of coffee? Like I did this once. I I went three weeks without a single gram of caffeine. And then I had like a nice strong cup of coffee. It's different. It's totally different. So many of us, like I used to be exactly like uh, what you just said. Like I used to feel like caffeine doesn't work on me and now it doesn't anymore. But like I did this caffeine cleanse where I just didn't have any of it for like three weeks. And then I had a cup of coffee, dude. I felt like I took like meth or something. <laughs> it was fucking surreal. Like, Yeah, but was, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. even if I don't drink coffee for an extended period amount of time, which I mm. pretty much don't. Um, like, I remember having like an Americano one time. Mm. And I think that was my first one in like, a year and a half. Okay. And I still felt like the only thing it did was make me go to the bathroom sooner. Oh yeah. 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 Dude, uh, that's the I reason I really yeah. Like energized. Like, really? Like, okay. Just, that's weird. I don't know. No. no, if I go three weeks without like any caffeine and that's like that means cutting out like all sodas and stuff also. If I then have right. like a nice cup of coffee, it's fucking bananas, dude. Um <laughs> yeah, I I feel like for me personally, I, I would have a similar effect um, if I completely cut out like all of my social media and stuff. I feel like if I was just gone for three and a half weeks um, and then suddenly came back, it, it would like overwhelm me. I feel like it would flood me because um, I noticed like when I have nothing to do, I'll, I'll open Reddit, I'll open Instagram, I'll open uh, my news app. And then just like for like a whole hour, just like start sucking in information, right? And like, oh, let's be real, Reddit and Instagram, most of it's bullshit. So, uh, so um, <laughs> I felt the same way when I revived my uh, Instagram account for ever since like how many years I deleted it. Mm. Or maybe not deleted it, but just flat out not used it. It just abandoned it. Yeah. 
and then I deleted it for a few months. Then we decided to do this podcast, and I was like, "All right, I, Instagram may be useful now." Yeah. And so I redownloaded it. I uh, spent pretty much like half an hour trying to figure out my password. Yeah. And then um, once I got in, I was like, "Okay, well, might as well scroll a bit." Yeah. And it was just Already a bit here. overwhelming because I yeah. was like. Oh my god! This I I remember why I stopped using it. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. But I mean, let's be real. A lot of technology, especially social media, it does it, it does have its benefits. Um, but I think a lot of us could do with a little bit of detox and cleanse from it. I think a lot of us would do very good by just sort of or. Again, a simple method that I find that really works for me is just like limiting the notifications that I see if I just like look on my phone um, yeah. to WhatsApp and calls because it like, well, most people, they don't want to open these apps, but when they click their phone open, they see like, oh, this new thing on Reddit and then they open it and then they fucking fall into the rabbit hole. So, yeah. And I think it applies to pretty much everything else in life when I say, everyone can sort of benefit from less oh yeah whether it be like food because we we can easily overindulge in food i'm guilty of that just no, as no. Much as anyone. all of us actually eat too much food like yeah, no. <laughs> yeah i've actually started eating less meals a day which has been very good for me mm. and you know having less interaction with your technology or or being able to f- uh, modify it in the way like you say yep. filter what you is popping up on your phone and I think the world would be better for everyone if they are able to do that. I mean, I found it to be very good for me for sure. to have a lot less, whether it be material or just mentally as well. Absolutely. Having less stimulus and having that room to concentrate on stuff that I actually want to concentrate yeah. on. I mean... The way I like to to sometimes think about it is like, if I have a hundred euros to spend every day, and let's say everything that I that I give my time to has a certain price, the more the more things that I choose to like pursue, the less I have to spend, right? Yeah. And so the more I cut out things, the more I have to spend, and so the things that I do choose to do, I can spend more on. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is this will be a good point to end. This was yep, a very I good agree. discussion, mate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, thank you everyone for listening and uh, enjoy your day.